Hello, welcome back to the journey through healing. My name is Sophia and today we are acknowledging the fact that we are our own greatest healers. I probably should have made this the first topic just because it's such a great entryway into self-help and shadow work and really understanding the power we have within to really take charge of our own healing. To start this conversation, I want to give you a quote by Rumi. I have been a seeker and I still am. But I stopped asking the books and the stars. I started listening to the teachings of my soul. How many times do we find ourselves looking for answers externally? Whether that's asking a friend, or going to therapy, or reading books about it, reading other people's opinions about it, maybe finding ourselves in superficial things like money or success. We do it all the time. And that might be a great temporary relief and we might find some insight in that, but it's never something that's sustainable, especially when it's a material thing or it's something that we look for for self-work. Although it's not good to rely on others, and I'll have a topic on that eventually, <laughs> the thing about going to therapy or asking a friend for help, those things can get dangerous if we solely rely on them telling us answers and giving us something that we know that they are incapable of giving. And putting that burden on others is not fair. But friends, family, anyone, therapy, counselor, they're all great gatekeepers actually. They are actually very important for helping us to start our growth, getting perspectives from others, and it's never a bad thing to ask for help. It's when we rely on others that it becomes an issue. The thing about especially therapy, the good thing about it is it helps us unlock the power we have within. It helps us tap into our heart. That's why therapy is not a bad thing and, it's, it, and we should never feel like we're doing something unhealthy by relying on someone else to help us. Therapy is needed and other people are needed in order for us to unlock our potential. They help us get started on our spiritual healing journeys. They might teach us certain techniques, breathing exercises to help us relieve our anxieties, or they might give us a perspective that we didn't see before. They might help us um, realize our own shadows, or they will help us to be a great support system throughout our healing journey. So this is not to minimize anyone around us that tries to help us. We have to be very grateful for them as well. But like I said, we have to be careful of letting others help us become a necessity for us or something we rely on. If we are completely out of touch with ourselves and just place that burden on others to help fix us and just solve everything and we don't do anything to actually help ourselves or we don't do anything to actually try what they suggest or actively do something about it, that's when it becomes a dangerous thing. It's about finding a balance between allowing others to help you but also allowing yourself to help yourself as well. You know yourself the best and if you don't feel confident in saying that, then that just means you need to keep discovering yourself until you are comfortable with saying that. Creating that, that sense of self that you feel comfortable about, that you feel proud of, that you can understand. It's about understanding and connecting to yourself and that's why getting quiet and staying in silence for maybe just 10 minutes a day or however long you feel is necessary, it's so important because we need to be comfortable with the being that we are. We need to let go of the ego or that personality that we show to everyone around us, that person that we think we are. We need to discover the person that we actually are and the only way to do that is to sit in that uncomfortable silence to face our shadows, to just be there for ourselves. When we look externally for these answers, what we're doing is we don't feel confident in ourselves to be our own healer. We don't feel that we are 
capable or powerful enough to recognize our own shadows and what happens is we may be going to the wrong people and usually the wrong it's the wrong people only because the answer is within us but we might be impatient or frustrated and we're so sick of the state that we're in that we just want that easy fix we want that golden answer that's going to get us out but the only person that can really get you out of course you can get help from others always but you will never fully emerge from it until you take the steps forward to do so and that's why getting in touch with your soul and listening to your intuition if you believe in the divine to connect with the divine to also help support you it's so important the answers are always within us they just need to be unlocked they have to be unlocked at the correct time and they have to be unforced. That's why sometimes we may feel like we're going in circles or you just hit a brick wall and just some, for some reason we can't move forward and we're not sure why. But maybe it's because we're forcing or healing instead of being present with what we currently have to work with. That's why help from others is important because it can trigger something or it can help you tap into your own healing, your own shadows. But we also have to realize that the current state that we have, any emotions or any insecurities, those have the answers. Those are the answers. We're always suppressing them and if we're always ignoring them or avoiding them, how are we ever going to grow? How are we ever going to know the answers if we don't discover them? And that's why shadow work, at least to me, it's helped me so much just because I stopped avoiding, I stopped suppressing, I got super uncomfortable about it, I got really upset about it, and I, I dove into it because I know that if I don't discover my shadow self, I'll never understand my full self because the shadow self is part of us, and I'll never be able to grow as a person and be a better friend to others and treat myself better without discovering the other half of me that isn't so pretty. And if you believe in multiple lives, some answers that we we want or that we feel like we need to discover, they're not meant to be unlocked in this life. I do feel like, at least for me, that there are some things that, like definitely some traumas from my soul's past lives have carried on to my life and they haven't been healed properly. I feel like that explains a lot of why there's certain things that I can't understand why I am the way I am. As much as I've tried to trace back to childhood, there's certain things that I really can't pinpoint why I feel that way or why I am the way I am. And it could be because of the past lives my soul has lived. And I feel like it's almost my duty to try and heal those, those old wounds. And I know that not all my wounds are going to be healed, but I feel like at least if I can try and heal as much as I can, of course, unforced and with the most patience ever. <laughs> but if I can do that, at least when my soul moves on to its next life, it doesn't have to suffer so much. And I have to also make sure that, I, as much as I treat it almost like a mission, <laughs> I have to make sure that I don't put that pressure on myself, put the expectation on myself to heal everything as much as I want to because I do that with everything. <laughs> when my friends are upset, I so badly want to help and I want to be there. And I have to also realize that I also need to, allow, need to allow them the freedom to grow on their own and figure it out on their own because the truth is, is we all need alone time the most when we are suffering because we need to unlock our own shadows, we need to tap into any insecurities or doubts that we have and understand them for ourselves because no one can really tell us why we feel the way we feel, we need to discover it ourselves. And why it's also so important to connect with our soul is we don't just carry traumas from our past lives, we also carry wisdom from our past lives. That wisdom, it carries so much power and the only way for us to tap into it sometimes is going through a traumatic event in this life and we might know how to properly deal with it just because of the wisdom we've already had. 
with our current state, we will continue to gain wisdom because of our experiences that we have right now, so that when our soul moves on to its next life, it will have that wisdom as well. I also found this other, I don't know if it's a quote, I don't think I wrote this, but I definitely agreed with it because I found it in the notes part of my phone. I don't know where I got this from, so I'm sorry to whoever said this or wrote this, but I really loved it, so I'm gonna read it to you. Our triumphs after seasons of pain and the scars that are left behind, whether visible or not, are reminders of our bravery and perseverance to discover ourselves and to heal. There's this idea that a lot of us may have where we believe that the more scars we have, the uglier it is, the more hurt that we have, the more suffering we have, the worse that we are, the less deserving of things that we are. And we may get to that state, which is completely understandable. That's actually part of the process of healing is feeling completely hopeless and devastated. But what we need to also remember is every scar that we have any type of ache that we still feel from years later after a trauma we thought was resolved, it's all reminders of how brave and powerful we are. It reminds us of all that we've been through and all that we came out of a better person, a stronger person. We made it through. Those scars are there, whether you see them on your skin from a physical trauma or they're the scars of your heart from, you know, other types of trauma. <laughs> What's important about them is that they can be and they should be our motivation and our reminders that we did that, we survived, and who do we have to thank? Of course there might be people that we do need to thank, <laughs> but don't you ever forget to thank yourself and be grateful for yourself. You did that. There's always this thing where it's about carving your own path, and of course we need to do that, but you also need to remember that sometimes you need to follow another person's path in order to help you discover your own path and finally judge whether you agree with something, disagree with something, you know what elements you liked and disliked from that path you were on to create your own path and you have that knowledge and that wisdom to do that. So if you feel like you've been walking someone else's path, if you feel like maybe you're walking society's path or the path that your parents wanted you to go on, or maybe you're heavily influenced by your peers, remember that when you do feel ready, forgive yourself for that and don't get upset with yourself. Be your biggest cheerleader. <laughs> when you feel like you're ready, carve your own path because now you have all that wisdom from those other paths that you were on to create your own. And the best part about carving your own path is it's so true to you and you carry on those elements that speak to you or don't speak to you but at least you're aware of those things and then as you car create your own path and carve your own path, what's amazing about it is that that's not permanent either because it's really up to you. So when you realize there's limiting beliefs that you need to let go of, there's shadows or perspectives that no longer serve you that you need to grow from, you can do that and you get to control that as well. I found this other quote, I don't know if it's a quote, but I must have, okay, I must have read some type of article about these things because I don't know where I got these from and I don't know why I didn't write it down. <laughs> Actually, I think I wrote these down before I ever thought of even making a podcast, so that would explain a lot, but I found this other thing I wrote in the notes section of my phone, and I really liked it, so I'm going to read it to you. Just like birds that fly with an inner compass, no one can follow them because they don't leave anything behind for anyone to follow. I like this quote because we're comparing ourselves to another living being, a bird, another gift of nature, of 
the universe. So it's something we can directly relate to and it's not something abstract. But birds, they have their own inner compass. We have our own inner compass too and that's what we can use to create our own path. We can't follow where a bird goes or where it's flying when it's migrating. We can't trace back that direction. We might know the general path that they took but we don't know when they stop, when they go unless we directly follow them. But they don't leave a trace behind. They don't leave anything behind because they don't need anyone to follow them. And that's what's amazing about creating your own path is you don't have to have the stress of, you don't have to have the ego in the way either that wants people to follow and wants people to look at us and want to be us. It's such a personal discovery, a personal path that we embark on. It makes it extremely valuable and special. It doesn't hold any of the externally around us that can affect it unless we let it but we probably shouldn't <laughs> so to sum up what i've been trying to say is that it's not forgetting that heals it's not avoiding that heals it's not ignoring that heals it's remembering that heals it's about diving into those shadows it's about discovering that other part of ourselves that we've often neglected how will we ever fully understand ourselves if we hide away the other half of us that holds all these answers, that holds so much wisdom. We need to tap into our heart, we have to tap into our soul in order for us to take charge of our healing. And that's why self-help is so important because it empowers us to take control of what we can. It helps us recognize the inner power that we hold. It allows us to create plans based off of what we like and what we don't like from the previous paths that we've been on. It gives us the strength and the bravery to create our own path and to take healing into our own hands. It increases our self-awareness and allows us to really be present with our being. And in the grand scheme, it allows us to become our best mentors, our best comfort. When we are so comfortable with ourselves, we don't have these tendencies to please others or to rely heavily on others in a very unhealthy way. And like I said, of course, therapy, friends, family, all these people that have helped you along the way and continue to help you and you will, you will meet more people in the future that will continue to do that for you. Never neglect them, but also don't heavily rely on them. There has to be a balance between that and you'll know when you find that balance. It's different for everyone. Some of us need more of a external perspective to help us through with our healing and that's especially true when we're first starting to heal or when we do feel like something's very out of our hands sometimes we just need that other person to tell us no you are brave you're amazing you're strong you're so special and sometimes we can't see that for ourselves and that's why others are so helpful in that so never ignore these people because they love you and they want to help you. So our reflection question for today is, what parts of yourself do you keep hidden from your friends or your loved ones? Identify any underlying shadows that can help you identify what holds you back from taking control of your own healing. And like I said, the part that we keep hidden from others, even maybe ourselves, we might be super unaware of the parts that we've suppressed for so long and they're so deep in us that we need to unlock them, but identifying those hidden parts is really going to help move forward. It's going to be scary and it's going to be super uncomfortable. It might mess up your mood for a few days and you might feel like garbage. <laughs> I promise you that it's all going to be worth it because you will understand yourself much better. You won't be building up this, this hurt within you anymore. 
Identifying what holds us back from taking control of ourselves is super important. And it could be that we really don't feel like we're good enough or that we're deserving or we have an insecurity about ourselves that we truly don't love ourselves enough to take care of ourselves. If that's the case, then shadow work is definitely the best thing to do for yourself. Self-love activities and all this mirror work that we're doing, that's going to help us learn to be comfortable with our being. Our activity for today is going to be, once again, mirror work. So you're going to look at yourself in the mirror and notice any thoughts that arise or any feelings. And I want you to ask yourself, how do you feel about yourself? How do you view yourself? Are you comfortable being your own teacher or your own mentor? Find the qualities that make you a powerful figure in your own life and other people's lives. And it's so true. Sometimes we, we help others in our life better than we help ourselves. <laughs> I definitely do this. Um, just sometimes we need to look at how we are able to help others and that will inspire us to actually do that for ourselves as well. I'm always trying to help other people and it's, it's literally the only thing I live for. And I mean, even this podcast, the reason I made it was because I really wanted to share these topics and these perspectives with other people. And my goal is to try and at least help people. I know sometimes I kind of go a bit off topic or you might not agree with everything that I say, which is perfectly fine, obviously. <laughs> but I really hope that I'm helping others. But what makes me laugh is I really need this for myself as well. <laughs> I need to hear myself telling myself this and the way I'm so like supportive of others and so caring of others and I love people so much but do I love myself the same way? No, not even close. <laughs> and I'm not trying to sound like I'm just someone who hates myself. I wouldn't say I hate myself but I definitely don't value myself as much as I value everyone around me and because of that insecurity that was holding me back from being my greatest teacher. I'm gonna have a future episode about how we treat others better than we treat ourselves and how we can turn that towards ourselves. But anyway, this activity, <laughs> the purpose, is to identify how you help others if you do that. And I'm sure you do. There's at least one thing that you do to help others. Whether it's small, whether it's big, it's all important. And use as inspiration to help yourself. If you treat others with respect and if you're so forgiving of others, treat yourself with respect. Forgive yourself as much as you forgive others. Be your best mentor because you are your best mentor. Well, that wraps up episode four. Kind of a short one because there's not much to say, only because we have to discover this all on our own and through ourselves. Just one thing that you take away from this is that you have the power within you to take control of your healing. You have the answers within you. You just gotta tap into your soul and to your heart. Allow others to support you. Allow the divine to support you, okay? You got this. Now I want you to have a great week and I want you to carry on this week and really discover how powerful you are within. Think about all the things that you've done for others and all the challenges you've overcome and inspire yourself because you are amazing. I hope you have a great week.